2: What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Here for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit chat about everything to do with film. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr Sean Mean. Sean, how is it going?
0: I'm I'm good, Connor. I'm just back from outside. I decided to brave the outside oh. today uh, for all the right. simple reason that six months ago. I bought an extension lead off of Amazon. And oh, for God's sake. And two days keep ago... People tune
2: into this, sorry. People tune into this show for movie news and just kind of comic book stuff. So every week I throw to you, Sean, how are you? Just to be polite. Yeah, And then you always come back with some story that has nothing to do with anything we're going to be talking about for the next hour. But please, continue. Everything
0: everything to do with this. So, uh, six months ago, bought this extension cable. I thought, grand, perfect. Two days ago, Amazon sends me an email saying, can we please have that cable back? It catches fire. And I was like, oh, no. That's been that's in my house for six months.
2: Somehow, that's a very you story. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know how to explain it, but that could only happen to you.
0: <laughs> it's true. It's true. So I, I went and bought a new extension cable. Pit 18 euro to get power from one side what? of the room to the other. What?
2: Yeah, 18 ridiculous.
0: euro? Ah, it has to how be a many, five metre.
2: How many plugs, do?
0: Six plug? Six plug, five six, metre six, cable.
2: Okay, look, six plugs, five metre cable. I'll, I'll take that, but per if plug. you want going to come to me, if, if you are going to come to me for four k- plugs for 18 euro, I would have walked away. I would have said, that's going to set fire to my head.
0: I'd rather burn. <laughs>
2: I'd rather burn. Let me have the faulty one than give you another dime, sir. Um, but, Sean, this isn't a show about uh, elect- electricity. Or you know extension cords or anything of the sort because no, but there might be some
0: shocking stories.
2: Oh, for God's sake! This that was the worst segue we've ever done. But I thought it was pretty lit. Like, I'm, oh, oh, lads, is lit still around? Yes. I don't think it is.
0: <laughs> no, I don't, I think I'm just no. old. <laughs>
2: I think we're old now. Um, We used to know what it was before they changed what it was. Um, So, shall we're going to move into our movie news of this week. It's been a pretty big uh, week because, of course, the Super Bowl was on. Now, there there weren't as many trailers as there normally is. Normally, they pack the Super Bowl out with lots of trailers. This year, as you can probably understand that... Every single movie doesn't want to put a trailer out for a film that might be pushed back. Very true.
0: Like, for example, last Super Bowl, we got the Black Widow trailer.
2: Exactly. And that movie still hasn't come out. (laughs) And there's been another Super Bowl. So... I think this year we've seen a very much a step back in that regard. Normally this is like one of the biggest shows we do of the year. Um, The only trailer that I could really see that kind of got given a lot of time. So there was a Fast and Furious trailer, but I think it was like 30 seconds or something like that. It was a TV spot, more so than a trailer. The full trailer we got was for um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And that, of course, is going to be coming to Disney Plus, rather than to the theatres. And that is why we're getting it, because we're hot off the heels of one division, so they've very much stepped on the gas.
0: Yeah, oh, like the Fast and the Furious franchise. Thank,
2: thank you. La Familia, of course.
0: Yeah, and we got a, like the, uh, just reinforcing the release date of March 19th for Falcon and yeah. Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, and
2: so we, we're going to get into our uh, our all our Marvel talk later on, Sean, because um, because that's the biggest trailer of the week. We, we'll move on to that later on, but we're starting this week with some Suicide Squad news. We're starting in the DC world. Um, okay, starting
0: in the worst world.
2: <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> DC, I I like DC. I mean, well, I, I don't like the movies, but I like DC, <laughs> the comic books. <laughs>
0: That's fine, you're allowed to be wrong.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Why do we create the vision, Sean? Can't we all just be like nerd stuff?
0: No, one of us has to be correct at all times.
2: You're the YouTube comments of the human form.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. It's a terrifying concept.
2: Um, so, we've been talking a lot about The Suicide Squad and what it could entail. There's a lot of mystery surrounding the film itself, um, we haven't even gotten a trailer for it. We kind of got a behind-the-scenes thing when DC fandom came out, but this week the official Suicide Squad synopsis has been released, and um, that kind of gives us a bit more of an overview of what the film could be about. Because currently, we very much know nothing about what it. We we have theories, but theories other than and that, rumors and
0: speculation and
2: hearsay. Uh,
0: mostly hearsay.
2: Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I can read you uh, the synopsis now So, the Welcome to Hell, a.k.a. Bellrev So far it's just a synopsis, it's fine The prison with the highest mortality rate in the US of A Where the worst supervillains are kept You can probably remember this from the first go-around That was so good, Sean, do you remember
0: it? I remember there were some good like, scenes But they were all in mm. the trailer And none of them... Really had any substance in the rest of the film. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, today's assignment assemble a collection of cons, including Bloodsport, Peacemaker, Captain Boomerang, Ratcatcher, Savant, King Shark. Blackguard, Javelin, and everyone's favourite psycho, Harley Quinn. Now, a lot of those names you probably won't recognise because James Gunn has specifically chosen characters that probably have appeared in comics maybe 10 times, 15 times. Not big names, is what we should say.
0: Fodder, if you will.
2: <laughs> if you wanted to put it another word, "ode dead. That is another <laughs> term you could call them. And um, then armed them heavily and dropped them literally on Terremote, enemy-infused island of Corto Maltese. So they're going to Corto Maltese onto an island. Um, Trekking through a jungle, teeming with militant adversaries and guerrilla forces at every turn, the squad is on a search-and-destroy mission, which only Colonel Rick Flag on the ground to make them behave, and Amanda Waller's government techies in their ears. So, what the smart money... They they then say that uh, if anyone's laying down bets, the smart money is against them. All of them. Now... That kind of gives us a bit more of an overview. But what we can take from that is that it's going to be very Suicide squad in that there's an enemy-infused island in Cortamaltese and they don't want to send anybody else there because I'm sure it's a certain death mission. So let's send all these fucking idiots.
0: Yeah, send these people that do not matter uh, mm. so that we can get the actual job done. It sounds weirdly predator-like in a lot of ways. Yeah!
2: That's what I got. I got, like, Predator... Um, I'm going to make this... Because inc- I think Staro the Conqueror, is the villain. Yeah. So, that is kind of... Uh, it's It's said that the island ha- is home to several experiments. Ah, so maybe here. <laughs> Yeah, so an experiment might go wrong, and something gets out that they don't want out, and it's stuck on the island. So, it's the, their job of the squad to go in and try and sort it out before it gets to somewhere else. Now, I of course, I do think it's Starro, but I, I was just thinking that in terms of d- they are the one team you'd send in there just to that island because it's... F- who cares? And it's a perfect mixture of, and you're not going to like me for this, Sean, Alien and Predator... <laughs>
0: Are you suggesting, Connor, there could be some kind of versus match between an alien and a predator?
2: No. I'm saying they're in a jungle, so I'm getting predator vibes, but they're being hunted by a thing that like hugs people's faces.
0: I see. I see. Mm. You're, what mm. you're doing there, you're ty- you're tying it into you're saying the suicide squad is directly connected to Prometheus.
2: I- I'm saying it's in that universe, yes. <laughs>
0: This sounds, this sounds like a good like this sounds less, um, you know, edgy cool kid than the first Suicide Squad kind of portrayed itself as. This mm. is very much like, look, there, there's all these villains. They're on an island. It doesn't matter if they die. That's that's the plot, and that's what you need. There's no mystical element to it. There's no enchantress.
2: No, and I, and I think. I think this is a perfect mission for, like, James Gunn is at the helm, so we trust James he's writing and directing it, and James Gunn has proven that he can do two things. He can do, like, mishmash, team, comedy-style movies, and he can also do horror, as we've also seen. So, this is like the combination of both, that you've got a bunch of these losers, as they say, Guardians of the Galaxy, all together, and they're all being hunted by something really fucking freaky.
0: Yeah, and they're all they're all expendable, not to tie it into that universe as well.
2: Mm. Um, Sylvester Lord is in this universe as well. He's but, the he's the big guy at the start of Prometheus.
0: But in ter- <laughs> in terms of villains and things like that, Starro is good because if it is the facehugger thing, the Suicide Squad's whole thing is that their head will explode if they're compromised. So I can totally see there being like a decision being made like Oh yeah, you can kill Starro, but all of these people you've formed kind of a bond with on this team, you have to press the button to blow their head up.
2: Yeah, no, and I and I think it's, I think it's perfectly, it's a lot more perfectly set to be a a Suicide Squad feeling, uh, go from comic pages to the movie form because the first one I felt was very vague. Oh, we've evacuated the whole city and there's some mud monsters and you're the only ones that can stop them. I feel like that doesn't give you a sense of the walls closing in. There's an alien that's on an island, or there's something that's on this island that's taking people out. We ca- we've we lost contact with everyone. So we're sending you in, and the claustrophobia of the team land, and they're just like, we can't leave the island, we have to fight it.
0: Yeah, yeah and it's like a deserted island, so you have to stick together. Uh, there's no... Let's all hang out in a bar and chat in this one, I don't think.
2: Oh, that was a good scene though, Sean. That was a pretty good scene. Hilarious. When Captain Boomerang just leaves and then comes back (laughs) immediately. I was thinking, what's he up to? This chap, he is an absolute wild card. I don't know what he's going to do. And then he was back and I thought, James, not much of a wild card. Very on the news.
0: (laughs) Can I just say as well, do you know Rev in the first one? Yeah. It it didn't look like that bad of a... It looked like a regular prison.
2: Oh, sure. But Harley meant- Quinn got to do gymnastics and everything get it. Yeah. They're just
0: like... Uh, the... I, I... Like, from the descriptions you gave me before the movie and from what little I know of it from the comics and stuff, it's meant to be the worst place in... It's the worst prison to be in aside from Bane's fucking pit. Um
2: <laughs> don't get me started on Bane's pit. Who <laughs> doesn't make any sense?
0: <laughs> it's just a big pit in the ground, it's fine. <laughs> um But I hope they do like I hope they do um show how miserable Bel is. Is this how connected is this to the first one, by the way? Have we established that yet?
2: Uh, I think it is connected, but I don't know if it's a direct sequel. I think it's, an, it's they're going a weird line of it's not a full reboot, but it's it's a sequel, but not a direct sequel. Like, Harley Quinn is in this movie along with Rick Flag, and they're played by the same people, the same as Captain Boomerang. But the whole cast is different, and I'm sure the tone will be different. I, I think it'll be a sequel... Um, in the characters they're bringing forward but also it doesn't want to be connected really at all to what has already gone on no and you can't blame it for that
0: either I don't think
2: (laughs) I don't want to be connected to what has already gone on as a viewer (laughs) as a viewer but yeah the synopsis has come out and I just think this perfectly encapsulates what the Suicide Squad should be because this is a mission like you do not want to send someone you like on
0: no, yeah, like, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a suicide mission, Connor.
2: Mm, 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 indeed, and, like, y- you could go to Batman and be like, do you want to go to the island with all the evil monsters? He'd go, yeah, okay, but wouldn't it be cooler if we had, like, a Predator-style where you have all these experts, and they don't get along, and then a lot of them die until they finally get along? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so that's the Suicide Squad synopsis that has come out. Um, but Sean, I'm going to move on now because there's some news from a world that you very much like because it's not very good. But have you heard of Marvel?
0: Uh, Connor, Marvel is one of the. I I think it's the pinnacle of cinema. <laughs> Take that, Scorsese.
2: <laughs> Take that, Joker! Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> <laughs> but um look, everyone Marvel make the most money. They they own everything. Right, yeah. Disney they own everything. Um so but one thing that we do like is Mr. Tobity Holland, or Tobity Netherlands, as he's called on the show. Um and Tom Holland he's known as a man that they don't really tell anything to, but he's also he all he's also in the film, so he has to pick up something. And <laughs> just our two
0: still figure out. Just from out.
2: context, surely he has to hear somebody saying something about, we gotta get there to stop this. Even just one of his co stars. He goes, fuck, I guess we're fighting Killer Croc. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> I guess we're fighting the lizard.
0: <laughs> Close enough, it's fine.
2: <laughs> Close enough. But um, Tom Holland has claimed that Spider Man 3 is the most ambitious standalone superhero movie ever made, is what the wow. news is this week.
0: Ambitious is a very interesting word. Because that that leads me to believe they're trying a whole bunch of shit that's not been done before. For example, Um, a multiverse? Oh, some kind of multiverse of madness, maybe. Mm. Uh, Mm. But, like, it's a very vague statement. I I firmly believe he still doesn't know all the information. Um, But, like... Ambitious is interesting, because something can be ambitious and not pay off as well.
2: Well, you, for example, I have another addition to the people that we now know are coming back, or think that are coming back. So, so far, what have been rumoured is that because it's a multiverse scenario, a lot of the villains from the previous movies will be coming back, along with the spider man from the previous movies, in different universes. So, that would include Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst, um, Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone. You also have Jamie Fox will be coming back. Alfred Molina as Dr. Octopus will be coming back. Benedict Cumberbatch will be in the film. Along with Charlie Cox playing Daredevil will also be in the film. But now we have further news that not only is Mr. Tomedy Holland saying this is the most ambitious movie ever, he could well be right because Willem Dafoe has been spotted on the Spider-Man tree set. Ridiculous. Prompting rumours that <laughs> The original Green Goblin will return.
0: I would love this so much. He's <laughs> he's fucking amazing, and God, like he's the best part of those Spider-Man movies. I think. Um, I I
2: mean, his face is perfect for Goblin.
0: He's just, he already has a Goblin face, but
2: <laughs> and we mean that in a nice way.
0: Oh, in the, in the best of ways. Um, also, I like. I think I've said it before, it's definitely like a multiversal Sinister Six that they're doing, right?
2: Because were, we were talking about it, we were like, well, there's no Green Goblin or a Green Goblin isn't involved. But if Willem Dafoe is also on the set, and now you also have Jamie Foxx and Alfred Molina coming back as well, that's a lot of people along with people that are already involved in Tob Holland's universe.
0: Yeah, like you can you, kind of cobble one together if you had to. You know, um, in like, but I, like it's a very packed film, isn't it? There's a lot of people and plot lines going on.
2: Which, which goes back to what Tom Holland has said, in that it's the most ambitious movie ever. Because, like, you would sit down and you read the script and you kind of have to see what they're doing, in that, like, okay, we have this Spider-Man, we have to introduce or reintroduce two other Spider-Men. They are um, Mary Jades er Gwen Stacy's. They're yeah. also coming along for the ride. Then we have Charlie Cox, who's in this universe, so he doesn't really need to go through a portal. But does he? I don't really know. It's unclear. Um,
0: it's, it's very it's unclear. unclear at the
2: <laughs> That's unclear. Now we also have four villains over to the left that we have to introduce, along with, say, Scorpion. He's already in Tom Holland's universe, so... He can be there. But yet you have, have, like...
0: You have J.K. Simmons coming back as J. Jonah Jameson, but that's not, like, a portal situation. That's just the same actor playing the same character, but in this universe.
2: Yeah, and I think people just accept that because he's so perfectly cast in that role.
0: Yeah, but, like... Where... Like, what... I firmly believe we're going to get a Vincent D'Onofrio announcement at some point as well, by the way. Oh!
2: See, I don't know. I think... Daredevil's in it. He might he might be in it for even like a very small cameo, but I think if you bring Big Vinny D back, you need to have him in the film because he's amazing.
0: What if the film opens as other Spider-Man films have done with a little short film? You know, like when Peter was in Berlin or when he was getting all the passport stuff ready. What if it opens and it's a bunch of news articles and people like giving presentations talking? About the reveal that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. And you just get D'Onofrio for like 30 seconds on the TV talking about
2: Oh, yeah. And he's, and he's just talking about how, like, Spider-Man might hurt Vanessa.
0: Or, yeah, or he's just... Lo- <laughs> he just keeps pointing towards a car door and saying that, mm, yeah, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> And no one else gets he has it. He's
2: a car- cardboard quote of Tom Holland's head, and he just slowly stands up from his seat, walks very calmly over to his limousine door, puts the cardboard in, and just very viciously closes the door. See? Now, that's what's gonna happen. Don't come near me, Peter Parker. Don't come no. near me. And that's why
0: Daredevil gets involved. <laughs> you
2: don't, like,
0: you don't they, don't, they don't, they all don't need to be major players. You could just use it to flesh out the universe.
2: Hmm. But you, but if you're bringing all these people back, they will need at least two minutes of screen time. I think Vincent DiNaprio, like he's a big star to us, and he's a he's a massive part of that Netflix show. But I think for moviegoers, if he's only in it in a cameo, they're going to be like, okay, cool. Whereas Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, Kirsten Dunst, Emma Stone, like they are all big names. If you're bringing them back, so they need more than a cameo. I think.
0: Yeah, like the um. They were main characters of major franchises in their own right, and now they're joining another main character in a major franchise.
2: It's got. It's surely got to be the three Spider Men versus the Sinister Six. That has to be it. I. I. Oh man!
0: Like, I think that would be very cool. It's also called Spider Man. Like a Spider Man Three. That's like Three Spider Men, and. <laughs>
2: Oh, you just have to change the letters around change the, change the sentence It's the exact same thing Figure out what a
0: number is You'll be grand Just
2: fucking Figure out a number Numerical value Fucking hell
0: But like, as a, a Spider-Man fan I am so happy With all of this news <laughs> like,
2: Every single time I come back to this it's Like Oh yeah Another major star Has come back
0: Yeah And And none of them Have been like Officially announced either They're all just rumours
2: no, but I feel like Willem Dafoe has been seen on set, but Marvel, like, they are, they're obviously going to lie to us, or they're not going to say anything, because with, if they've changed trailers, they don't care, and they have enough money they can pay a million security guards <laughs> to keep everybody out, or within, like, 500 feet of the set, so, I, I think, who's left that you could bring back?
0: Uh... Thomas Hayden Church as Sandman I,
2: Sandman that's the only one you could really come back with yeah Topher I mean, imagine, Grace as Venom <laughs> Topher Grace bring back Topher <laughs> imagine he came back and he was just like the same same character just and it was like oh my god that. just uh, he's so good he's so good in the role to be fair though like that's like those are all of the villains really
0: unless you get Dane DeHaan's goblin in
2: oh Jesus Imagine having Dane the Han's goblin and you have Willem the foe's goblin just standing beside each other and everyone's just kind of like, how did we get that far away?
0: What if Dane the <laughs> like is a- just like, like the hobgoblin and he's just a fanboy?
2: Oh, good. And he's like, oh, you have a better face than I do, than I could even dream of.
0: I, I just look infected is all I have. I'm Dane the Hand.
2: <laughs> That's how we talks in the film. We haven't written the script yet. This has to be finalised, but I think that could, contract could work. I'm, I, I
0: do think it could work Now
2: mm. I'm
0: It's only just started filming Hasn't it? So it's like
2: It's meant the, to come out this year
0: wh- What? I thought now, it was Originally
2: Originally it was um, Sky, Spider-Man 3 is scheduled to be released in theaters on December 17, 2021
0: That What? That's madness Okay Brilliant Good I like it <laughs>
2: Unless it's probably going to be pushed back. I it wouldn't get to hold on too much. Though.
0: That movie is set at Christmas. Hmm. Um, yeah, shooting I, is I apparently meant to conclude in March 2021.
2: Yeah. So it'll be coming out in 20 at the very end of this year.
0: My God. Happy Christmas yeah. to us. Happy
2: Christmas. <laughs> um, Sean, something I know you're going to be excited about is our next news story, and I think it'll give you a very happy Christmas. Now, one thing I know you love, monster movies. And I know you're mad about them. Um, and of course, Universal had their dark universe that they tried yes. to set up a few years ago. Um, it didn't really go to plan due to the fact that all the movies that came out under that banner were not very good, which was a hindrance.
0: It, 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 it did not promote the growth of the universe, I must say.
2: mm But what they're saying now is that the Universal Monsters crossover Dark Army could still happen, even though, because Paul Feig wants to do it, right? So Paul Feig is hellbent on doing a Universal Monsters crossover Dark Army, even though Universal have told him it'll be too expensive.
0: (laughs) But he's just going to... This is Channing Tatum making Gambit on his own again. Yeah!
2: I think that's one of our favorite stories ever. That Gambit for the first like six months of this podcast, it was always like Gambit got pushed back. Gambit's been cancelled. Gambit's back. Gambit's been cancelled. Then it got to the point where Chatting Tab was like, I'll film it in my own backyard. I will
0: make it, lads.
2: <laughs> um, but so what do you think of because we have Godzilla versus Kong, they're gonna be looking at this and they're thinking we need to cash in on Monster v Monster. It's clearly a good idea.
0: Is it though? Like, how Godzilla vs Kong hasn't come out yet. And name yeah. one other example of a success other than Alien vs Predator.
2: Batman vs Superman.
0: Critical success.
2: Eh who? Eh, someone something versus something. Um, Ford versus Ferrari, yes! <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it!
0: God, Dallany got me again.
2: Uh, so, Paul Fee is saying what Dark Army will entail is that you will have s- monsters like Dracula and Frankenstein's monster, maybe the Wolfman or the Mummy, all it's just coming naming in. monsters. Just naming monsters, Sean! They own them all and they throw them all in and just have a big fight! But like, is that a, is a,
0: it needs some substance to it? Surely they can't just punch for a bit. Mm. Like it, this is a, it's 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 dangerously close to turning into League of Extraordinary Gentlemen.
2: Oh, how good that would be! I keep thinking, bring that back.
0: The 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 reboot we deserve. Let me tell you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they could also do Dark Army as a project that they team up. What about that shot? about Against versus? what?
0: What do they team up against?
2: Oh yeah, you need a villain that's kind of a bigger monster than Dracula and Frankenstein's monster and a wolfman and a mummy. Um, Tom Cruise?
0: Tom Cruise.
2: <laughs> Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is against all of them in, t- in the fight to the death.
0: Maybe okay, trying to think of scenarios that, that this could work because they're they're all just like Dracula, fair enough, has some supernatural powers, but mm. the mummy and Frankenstein are just dead bodies, really. Unless the mummy has magic, but if it's just a regular mummy, then it's not terrifying. Wolfman is mm. is a wolf, but like only in a full moon. So, you know, for like half a week, for a month, and who 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 else is in the dark universe? Who else is universal? Invisible Man is just a man.
2: Invisible Man is a good movie, though. That's good their movie. one movie they've done right.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it was small-scale, intimate story. <laughs>
2: yeah, Not, but they let's wanted- have them all punch. <laughs> yeah, but they, they wanted the Dark Universe to have a, an Avengers feel. They were making a universe, Sean. You set up all these individual properties, bring them all together for a team movie, you're cashing in. That's easy money.
0: It, I don't think it is, though, because I don't think that they have the popularity that Universal has convinced themselves that they have.
2: <laughs> I mean, what have they got? They've got The Mummy. Um, they've... I think they're now working on Bride of Frankenstein. With Angelina Jolie.
0: Are they, though? Or are they just saying um, that? Because otherwise, right, what Drac- are they up to?
2: Dracula Untold came out. So, yeah, Dracula Untold. And then The Mummy. And now Invisible Man. So... We could potentially have some other monster come in, either you bring them together to fight, or you bring them together as a team. Well, but who, like, you,
0: as in like a Civil War scenario where they fight each other?
2: Mmm, yes, or a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen where they fight some other monster.
0: Van Helsing.
2: Van Helsing, yes, Van Helsing's the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm not sure I like how Paul Feig is just like no I want to work I want to do this
2: he's he says um, I'm going to make that movie God is my witness
0: <laughs> I don't think God was listening <laughs>
2: I'm so obsessed with making that movie. One of the many reasons why I was drawn to doing this current movie is that there's a lot of stuff I can work out with it, as far as effects and all that, that I can bring to Dark Army. I love it. It's one of my favourite things I've ever written. It's one of my favourite lead characters I've ever come up with. So, fingers crossed, we will make it someday.
0: So it's uh, This is the pinnacle of his career. He's building towards the Dark Army.
2: Did This Dark Army. What has he done since? Nothing. This is the main thing he's going to have done.
0: This is this is his CV. It's just a DVD of Dark Army.
2: <laughs> do you think Dark Army would make the money it thinks it'll get?
0: No, I I don't think so. When there's, like, d- no good faith in that franchise, I don't think, anymore. No. Like, and in, they also,
2: in- Universal don't want to do it because they think it'll be too expensive, which, for once, Universal... Might be right.
0: <laughs> yeah, good call, guys, because that is... <laughs> because
2: if, if it costs 200 million to make and only makes 180 million, that's too much money to spend on it. Like,
0: Invisible Man costs, like, what, 7 million to make or something?
2: Yeah, but one of, one of the characters isn't on screen. No,
0: but that's a lot of fishing line that you have to buy and wind up.
2: <laughs> what? 7 million dollars worth of fishing line? Shit!
0: Oh man, guess there's no crap services on this shoot.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, I think that if you did this movie, I think you'd be wasting a lot of money. Because you have to bring all these monsters together. You have to give them all a cool piece in the film. It's got to be like this really cool bit where they all work together or there's infighting and then they t- learn to like each other. I don't know if people want to see that.
0: I don't think so. I don't I think we've gone beyond that. Like it might have been even the 90s. Like off of the Brendan Fraser mummy, unreal. Give me it. But yeah. now when they've just been plodding along cashing in on things that they still hold the licenses to, not not my jam.
2: <laughs> I don't know, I think I think Invisible Man is resurrected at all shot.
0: It's like some kind of Frankenstein mm. monster. <laughs>
2: yeah something like that <laughs> did, you, did you know Dr. Frankenstein was the, actually the doctor not the name of the monster Sean okay
0: don't Listen. you know that the real villain was uh, the pressures the of the day the friends you the made, friends made along you the way <laughs> yeah.
2: um, they're always the real villains the friends you make along the way so Sean we're going to move on to our next piece of news now another f- franchise you love is Transformers I know uh, you do no Bumblebee, I know you do. I'll go on it for the bit. <laughs> so, Paramount Pictures is ready to reignite the hugely popular Transformers franchise, Sean. Now, we've had a few down years. Then we had Bumblebee. Pretty good. Bumblebee was good, now, yeah. Now they're thinking a bit of resurrection is needed. Maybe reignite the flames of, of the project itself with a movie called Transformers Beast Alliance. Be- it.
0: Mm-hmm. Connor, Are mm. they making Animal Transformers
2: I, d- I, I don't know Nobody knows But I can tell you What the source has said So I think they might be doing Beast Wars Yes
0: Yeah that was what, yeah Beast Wars Where Like The the most shameless Cash grab Of the Transformers <laughs> Franchise
2: <laughs> Yeah but They're on movie Like What is it Nine Eight If they're not Cashing in now When are they Cashing in
0: Connor Earth is a transformer and they've never tra- addressed it again.
2: <laughs> they just don't need to. You really do not need to. Who cares? We nobody remembers the plot of the last one. You move on to the next one.
0: I guess, but maybe also answer some questions. What uh, is there any teasers of what Beast Wars is about or
2: Beast so- Alliance? Sources have revealed that Transformers Beast Alliance will take place in the Bumblebee timeline. So they're going into a timeline people actually like currently. The That the Earth is a Transformer timeline. And will be set in the 1990s. Before they fucked it up. (laughs) The (laughs) film will have the flavour of a heist film. That will span from Brooklyn to South America, Sean. It sounded like the synopsis to Fast and Furious. (laughs)
0: It does Have they confused this With another story <laughs> What are they heisting
2: What can you heist You're a big robot Like Yeah Oh you.
0: Okay So they want to do Beast Wars But with stealth elements
2: Yes What's more stealthy Than a beast Nothing What's a, more stealthy a Than knight? a big
0: fucking Jaguar made out of metal <laughs>
2: You tell me, they got one thing that's more stealthy, or more hide- able to hide into the shadows than an elephant that's ninety foot tall and made of metal.
0: <laughs> and it makes the loudest noise possible when it transforms. <laughs> and yeah. set the bumblebee timeline. Yeah. So, but like not in. But isn't bumblebee in like the eighties? It's set.
2: Uh, yeah, I think it's the eighties. is bumblebee. So this is the nineties.
0: Oh, the the hip happening world of the nineties. The,
2: the hip happening world of the nineties. Yes, I mean, I think this could be. This is better than it could have been. It's still not a good idea. though.
0: No, it's very w- weird as a premise, where it's just like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna do a heist movie." Okay, I'm into it. It's about Transformers. Oh!
2: If anyone doesn't know what Beast Wars is, by the way, let's just clear this up. So, Beast Wars was a '90s TV cartoon series, um, which brought to live action in some ca- or will be brought to live action, I should say, in some cases. So, what Beast Wars was was, I think, it was in like '96, '97, around then, and it ended like around 2000. And what happened was the series followed the Maximals. And the Predacons, do you remember this? which were descendants of the Autobots and the Decepticons, Sean, respectively. So we had descendants in animal form of robots, which implies that those robots have the ability to reproduce. Now I'm not saying that's a plot hole. I'm saying it's a very large mistake.
0: <laughs> Maybe those robots. Loved each other very much.
2: <laughs> when, when one robot loves another robot.
0: They have robot sex and then make animals.
2: <laughs> yeah, not even robots. They had sex and made animals, which are a completely separate issue. Half animal, half. On Let No, what happened was Optimus Prime. Got a little bit freaky with something that wasn't a robot, and oh then he covered himself. God. I was just like, "Oh no, yeah, de- she was definitely a robot, definitely, oh, just,
0: definitely." Tr- yeah, tr- no,
2: honest tr- to god.
0: Sure, <laughs> I'm a robot. Like,
2: sure, I'm hardly gonna go for something that's an animal. I'm obviously gonna go for a robot. Do you, what do you take me for? I'm Optimus Prime. I'm, cl- I'm, cool. I'm cool. I'm everyone's favorite Optimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> I die all the time and I always come back I'm absolutely grand I'm a legend <laughs> yeah. who's got two tubs and just had sex with a cheetah I fucking did
0: oh, I'm 70 optimus, feet tall Optimus you've wait. gone wrong
2: <laughs> wait what <laughs> oh no I said the quite bit out loud so yeah, so I think
0: that's, you, the <laughs> yeah, that, that's the opening plot par-
2: yeah that's the opening I would say that's the opening hour just him denying the fact that he had sex with an animal until eventually he just says, Right, fight I did. Right, honestly, right, fine. fine, I Shut did, up. right, you've Shut got up about. Right, just leave it. I'm still the leader. I'm still the fucking I... captain of this team, okay? I'm still Everyone the Everyone just quieted down. I'm still the cool I can fly. None of you can fly. I'm a big truck. On my off time, lads. I like to transform. But Sean, is this an idea that maybe people will want to go to the cinema to see? We've seen dinosaur transformers. Maybe people want to see animal transformers.
0: I, I don't know. It's a weird sell to me because we had we already had the dinosaur transformers, and I think that like was the downfall of that particular film universe. That's where it started. Um, mm. So, and it's also very recent to be calling it like a, a, a not a reboot, but a relighting the fire of Transformers. Is that how
2: it was described? <laughs> Reignited.
0: Reigniting Okay Now it makes sense
2: Yeah Now now, Obviously The reignition Of what we already love
0: I just think this
2: franchise Maybe
0: it's that these are like You can bank on them To make a certain amount of money Um, So they're just like Okay it's been a rough year We're just going to bash out A few Transformers films To get by (laughs)
2: Well, to be fair, this is not the only idea they have to reignite this Transformers world. So, not only are they going to be doing a weird animal-beast-wars kind of film that they think is going to make money. First of all, by the way, I think once you go robot dinosaurs, every other animal is less cool. Because any version of a dinosaur that's a robot is going to be instantly cooler than whatever animal they put into this film.
0: That's very true, and uh, like all of the animals are just going to look like Megazords.
2: Yeah, basically. Um, and the the other movie that they're working on is a project um, that's going to be a prequel movie to Transformers, um, and this will be a standalone animated Transformers, Transformers prequel movie that will explore the interstellar origins of the Autobots and the Decepticons, Sean, on their home planet of Cybertron. So...
0: Don't we have a whole cartoon series exploring yeah. the Transformers living on Cybertron, Connor?
2: I mean, yeah, but what if we did it again?
0: Oh. <laughs> so, hang on. Let's hear him out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what if we did the same thing again? Copy and paste most of the plot. Just nobody's going to remember. It was in like the fucking eighties. All those people are like 107 now. Let's go back at it. And Transformers fans, they just love content—not <laughs> good content, just content. content so, lads. Sean, what do you think of Transformers: Beast Alliance as our next big Transformers film?
0: Uh, it, I, look, I'll 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 say this: it's a bold choice. Um, I can respect them for making it. It doesn't get me any more interested in Transformers, um, mm. but let's give it the benefit of the doubt. Maybe it, like this will be someone's favorite movie, you know.
2: Um, I, it won't be.
0: <laughs> Somewhat. I'm.
2: I, I'm. Co- I'm a bit more cynical than old Sean, and I'm going to say it might not be. But we we'll can wait to see. Seven.
0: Seven billion people on this planet. One person. It'll be their favourite movie.
2: I suppose Michael Bay.
0: Oh, he's going to go mad for this movie.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, so Sean, so we're going to move on to our next piece of news. Now, this is a sentence. I feel like. I don't really understand myself saying it because I am not cool, and we are two very white men, shot. Indeed. So we're not we're not cool. We're not hip or hopper happening. I don't think so. But what I have is this: said is that you try and make do with what you will. So here we go. Mattel taps rapper Little Yotty or Lil Yachty, for a Uno-based action and heist film.
0: <laughs> sorry, what the fuck? <laughs> what the say fuck that, like, did sorry. you just say to me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh,
2: <laughs> rapper Lil Yachty, okay? Okay,
0: I'm with you.
2: He has been, uh, he is said to produce an Uno card game based movie that will be an action heist film.
0: Gonna need to stop you right there, Connor. <laughs> H- have you like mashed two headlines together here by accident?
2: No. Sometimes I come across a story and I think that can't be true. And then I do more research and find, oh, it's true. There is going to be an Uno-based action and heist film shot. To what end? Like
0: how does it, how does Uno become action and heisty? <laughs>
2: Draw two. I don't know. I I really don't know. So, Uno, they say Uno is a game that transcends generations and cultures. We look forward to partnering with, with Lil Yachty, as well as Coach K and Brian Schur to transform the classic Uno game into a comedic action-adventure.
0: But why? <laughs> why would you do this? Who like... <laughs> I'm I'm struggling to see how you can build a plot solely around Uno. Why is Uno back all of a sudden?
2: I, I, um, why is Uno back? I suppose everybody's trapped at home in a few card games. Who's, who's Lil Yachty? Look, that part of the story, I'll be honest with you, that confused me until I got to the next bit and I thought, that's even more confusing. I'm sure he's just a man who's doing nice things. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, Grant, look, if he wants to make a, a an UNO comedy I'm heist sure action film
2: I'm sure he's he's made lots of money and he wants to put that money back into a project called UNO that's a movie that's a heist movie that's based off the it's a card game UNO
0: I, I I feel like I've just been fed something because <laughs> I'm not taking in any of this information
2: So, Sean, developed in 1971, UNO is a game with (laughs) specially printed cards, where the goal is to be the first player to score 500 points. We all know that. Absolutely. In addition to the UNO movie, Mattel Television is developing an UNO game show, in which four teams play the card game against one another, but that, Sean, is... Only the tip of the iceberg, because you have a card game. I can get on board with that on live TV. Yeah. Once you start developing an Uno-based movie that apparently will be based on the Atlanta hip-hop scene, which is where Lil comes in, it kind of loses me.
0: I, I don't know how those two things mix.
2: No. I'm very...
0: I'm. uh, This might. This is the. This uh, how this has broken my brain because uh, the 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 game show. I can see the logical progression there. It's like, yeah, people like Uno. What if we film it? Mm. But the whole tie in with how is it a? What are they heisting? Is is are they playing Uno
2: while they're heisting? How do you incorporate Uno? And an action heist film in the same movie. How do you like I can understand say not, not Uno, but like if you had a card game or like poker. Like there's many movies where like, oh, it's like high stakes poker and you you have to go to this like really um really expensive poker game and all the rich people are there like, I'll keep him busy playing poker while you rob all of his diamonds, okay. But it'll Surely be weird. you could win the
0: diamonds in a game of poker.
2: You could, but I think it'll be more exciting if that doesn't happen. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. I, it's my movie, Sean, leave me alone. But what if he turns up and everyone's in suits and there's, some, there's a chaperone that leads them in and everyone sits down and plays Uno?
0: Like, fully serious? Like, not even... Yeah.
2: No, 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 there's no gag.
0: No one addresses that they're playing Uno. It's just like, I I assume you know the rules.
2: No, there's a guy in the corner that has lost and they've taken his legs.
0: Oh my God.
2: Yeah, because he he couldn't pay them. He (sighs) bet it all on on number seven (laughs) or something.
0: No, he lost it to a plus four.
2: (laughs) He lost it to a reverse card. (laughs) Oh shit, not my
0: knees. (laughs) They reversed his knees.
2: (laughs) They reversed his knees. That's what they do They're just like They have a hammer And they're just like Whatever number you pull out That's how many times We're gonna hit this hammer Into your knees Oh I hope it's a one
0: Fair enough (laughs) Oh it's a nine
2: (laughs) No it's a reverse card Now I get to hit you Fuck There are the rules I guess
0: We all signed up for this When we played Street Uno
2: Sean What is What is this Uno based Action heist film How much money will it make And why is it a bad idea
0: how much does Uno cost?
2: Uh, the card game. Um, yeah, I. You can get it online. Probably, I think I, a lot of people are playing it uh, online currently against each other. But like that, probably doesn't cost very much. Um, the board game itself, maybe twenty quid.
0: Okay, I would I would say eight hundred million dollars.
2: <laughs> Just eight hundred.
0: Just say it's not cracking a billion. I'll say that much. Yeah, no,
2: like, we're not fucking being crazy here, Sean. Like, it's not cracking a billion. Let's not be unrealistic. But no. are we putting it up to Age of Ultron?
0: You know, did Age of Ultron make 800 million?
2: I think it made over a billion, but... I, Okay, Batman versus Superman made about 850.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll put it on par with that, then.
2: Yes. <laughs>
0: In all senses of that sentence.
2: <laughs> is that the rad- most random movie that we've ever had? We've had some random movies through this lockdown. Because what's happened is, because everybody's locked at home, all these people with the money are movie execs. are like, fuck it, that'll be a good movie. Look, we'll, we'll make that one. It'll be fine. This might be the worst one they've ever done.
0: Yeah, this is... This is just weird. This is such a weird sell for anyone to fund.
2: <laughs> so, so we're going to have to finish this week's movie Mondays with moving on from that. I mean that glorious piece of news. True uh, to a project that probably won't make as much money. It's on Disney Plus, so I don't know how much it'll make, but it won't be eight hundred million in the cinemas, as has been predicted for this Uno film. Because this is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, we had our first full trailer. I think the last one was a teaser trailer. So this is the first full trailer for the series that will be coming in March. So where would you like to start for this uh, series?
0: Oh boy. Um, it's... Th- I, th- this feels like what I've... Okay. I I just want to say up top as well. Um, we've both watched One Division to date. We're going to be talking about that in like an after... After it's all out, we're going to do a full discussion on it. Um,
2: yeah, I, I think it's probably best to wait until the end. There's only six episodes now. It's already five in, but it is batshit insane over there.
0: So, like, that's one thing. But this movie has a completely different feel. Or, sorry, this series has a completely different feel of, like, what they're going for in this. Because, to me, this feels like the the atmosphere of... Um, the movie Captain America: The Winter Soldier condensed down, um, and mm. like uh, every episode seems to be hitting those kind of um, beats in it.
2: It it does look it looks like a movie. Now I'm that I mean that in, that kind of sounds like I'm taking the piss or I'm talking down to this project, but it looks it looks that good just in the clips we've seen. Now I don't know how many episodes. I'm I'm assuming there's six episodes in this, but I think they're gonna go all out. Like every episode is gonna have a serious budget, and it's gonna be all up to the level of the Winter Soldier. Maybe look, feel, and tone, as you say.
0: Yeah, and I think One Division actually has nine episodes, but I think this is six. Uh, this one.
2: Oh, sorry. I thought One Division had six as well.
0: No, no, no. One Division is like there's another One Division on Friday. Um,
2: oh my god! I I thought five, I thought the next one was the series finale.
0: No, 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 no. We still got some time because of the
2: reveal of the last one. I assumed. Oh Jesus, we must be getting near the end.
0: <laughs> we, yeah, yeah, you would think, but no. Like this, um, I think would do well as a shorter series because I feel like it's going to be um, set, like it would. It would be very easy to just get sick of. Oh, hey, here's the Falcon and Winter Soldier, and they punch goons for a bit. Um,
2: yeah. Um. Obviously, this is kind of giving off the impression this is after Cap has given up the shield, and it's between the two of them, and it's a very much a love hate relationship that they have. Like, I think at uh, by the end of it, they're going to be good friends. And I think they. I always got the impression that they kind of like each other in the films, anyway. Like, I think they work
0: of, with each other, but I don't think they're friends.
2: Maybe. Yeah, I think it's like Cap is like the friend in your friend group. He's the one that links everyone together, and then he doesn't turn up to the party. So now you're just left with the guy that, like, you kind of got with, but not really? Yeah, in this, like, in the trailer, um, they're in, like, couples
0: counselling, for want of a better word, where they're. it seems like they're, I feel like they're, they've been tasked by the government to do something, um, but they fucked it up because they can't stop just being at each other. So they're like, you have to mm. sort this out. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if the whole thing was told, like, in flashback. That they're just recounting what happened uh, to like a court martial or something.
2: I, I think, I think you know the bit when he jumps out the pla- out of the plane. Yeah, and he's like, oh, he has no plan, or oh, I have a plan. I think that will be the bit that precedes this. So it'll be that bit where he's like, oh, like you don't have a plan. Yeah, that whole
0: sequence him. in the canyon just.
2: <clears throat> yeah, and then that goes wrong somehow, or they lose something that was highly valuable. And so then they have to go back and they're like, would the two of you just work together because you're both really powerful but together you'd be unstoppable.
0: Yeah, and um, I think they're both very different types of soldiers as well. Like, Bucky is very much like... Also, Bucky's not really a soldier anymore but he would have been, you know, World War II, fighting Nazis for duty and honour and all this. Whereas Sam is like more modern warfare. And I I don't know how you know you could do an interesting thing of seeing how those two types of military training play together as well.
2: Hmm. And and along with that, um, I obviously Zemo will be the big bad in this. Um, but we see him; he is definitely in Sokovia when he's yeah, at that like the, mural.
0: Yeah, like a, a, a what's <clears throat> a memorial or a remembering pillar? I don't know what the fuck. A rem- it's
2: Remembrance.
0: The re- yeah, Maybe. to like all of the lives that were lost in the attack by Ultron. It looks like they kind of rebuilt the land where Sokovia used to be. I guess. Um, yeah, th- I
2: think this this will be like city hopping because we not only see Sokovia, we see Madripoor as well in this trailer, which is like another fake world or a fake city that they make in uh, Marvel. Yeah, and so that will be there as well. But you also have. And that's also, I'm assuming, where the bar fight scene is there. That's where the club is. That's kind of the city that you see. Um, But I think Zemo, there's a bit where you see Sam and Bucky walking along. um, I don't know how to describe it. But there's like railings on either side. It's like a walkway, anyway, above two buildings. And there's a guy in front of I think that's Zemo. Because my opinion would be that they've kind of been given the shield. And But the problem is that the government don't want either of them to have it because they have John Walker as the U.S. agent that we see at the football game. Yeah. Um, Zemo is running a group with Sunbird, who's the girl you see in this wearing the mask, and their whole thing is that he says, like, oh, I don't want to leave my work unfinished or whatever. They have a group called the Flag Smashers. Now, in the comic books, Flag Smasher is one guy... But I think in this the flag smashers are a group that are they're just like going anti around patriots. basically Yeah, they're anti patriots. So it they in the comic books they just go around and they destroy all the flags because they're like they just the vitals whereas everyone should just have the same flag and everyone should be under it. And I think there's gonna become a moment where like Bucky and Sam will have to be like, Are we on Zemo's side? Because we don't like the new Captain America either? And Zeebo will be like, you can join us, Like we want to take him down just as much as you do. But ultimately they'll be like, yeah, but we want to do it the right way, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, there's a bit in, it looks like uh, in Civil War, there was the meeting at the UN Security Council. Um, There's a, there's a building that looks very similar to that whole setup. And it's Bucky's in the crowd, there's a bunch of people in military uniforms... And Sam is looking at the shield in front of a big poster of Captain America. I think that's where they're like handing the shield over to John Walker.
2: Yeah, and they're saying you're the new Captain America.
0: Yeah, and I think that like that's going to be the main bit of conflict between Sam and Bucky because I think Bucky is just going to be like, you just gave that up.
2: But 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 I think Sam will have it at the end. I I they're like doing the press tour, they're like, Oh, we don't know who's gonna get the shields, but I'm pretty positive it's gonna be the Falcon.
0: I I think so. I think it's it would be too good not to do it.
2: And um, I think Bucky doesn't need it as well. Like no, you have I a think, character that he's the winter soldier.
0: Yeah, I think it's much more interesting um for Sam to take it on and Bucky to learn to be himself for a while because he's been just he was a, a you know, a Soviet assassin for decades. Um, mm. And then now he's just kind of in an the. Then Avenger. he was Cap's friend. Then he was Cap's friend, but now he can just be like, "I'm Bucky. I'm, I, I'm a, I'm a hero."
2: You you also see Sam throw the shield. Bucky catches it. That's just a nice piece of editing. Um, I think that could be Bucky actually teaching him how to throw the shield.
0: Yeah, because he's done it in the past. He's he he's he loves catching that shield himself. And Cap used to throw it at each other <laughs> just, uh, instead of a frisbee. Uh, how do you feel about the truck fights?
2: Oh, the truck fights look good. I they mean, look great. I, I'm, everyone likes a truck fight. No matter what movie it is, everyone likes a truck fight. So I I very much, I think that will be against the Flag Smashers. That's like the group that they'll be fighting on that truck. And yeah. that's why at the end, when he's hanging underneath uh, the truck, and um, Sam just looks at him and says, that little girl kicked your ass... And you just have Bucky, like, scream at him or shout back. That's a very funny moment. I think that'll be Songbird, who kicked the shit out of him.
0: Yeah, I think so. And then you also have, speaking of uh, ladies kicking the shit out of people, uh, Sharon Carter is back.
2: Oh, she came back and she has that great fight in the alley.
0: Yeah, that looks unreal.
2: Yeah, (laughs) I just think the fighting choreography, as you said, it's so Winter Soldier that it's perfect for this world.
0: Yeah, and I also love on the football field when they're introducing John Walker, it's like the complete opposite of how Steve Rogers was introduced um, to like the American military, where he was just like, you know, goofy poster boy that they all hated. But John Walker as quote-unquote Captain America is getting fireworks and people are cheering and there's a marching band in front of him. Um, I I
2: got the impression it was like the Super Bowl halftime show.
0: Yeah, exactly. And he's getting all and but like think about it, he's probably getting all these cheers just for being Captain America. He might not have done anything yet.
2: No, he he's just being unveiled.
0: Yeah, and I was like, is
2: the new guy? Wow!
0: But like Steve put in hard graft to get people to like him as Captain America,
2: and and that's where the conflict arises. I think that's very well done to show like, oh, this guy didn't earn it cap never even knew this guy he didn't give him the shield because he gave Sab the shield and cap thought Sab was good enough but the government's like no 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 we don't want to give it to you we want to give it to somebody else and that kind of that will drive the plot along with zemo on the other side like governments are fucking evil so you kind of have these two guys caught in the middle between zemo and the government
0: yeah i like um we're gonna see zemo in the full zemo costume finally
2: yeah full comic book accurate Zemo
0: Purple ski mask I love it
2: And I think his voice is great Like his yeah. voice is just threatening And like I'm I'm glad they're coming back
0: That they didn't just leave him um, Now he kind of Just Like he he was in a cell At the end of uh, Civil War Um, So I wonder how he got out of that I wonder would that be covered at all
2: and maybe the flag smashers came in and yeah. Got them out. Maybe
0: Songbird came in and ripped him out of the thing.
2: And then, of course, the whole trailer ends with a comedic moment where it's like a staring contest. And That's that, brilliant. And the lady, and the lady doing is just just blink. J- Sweet Jesus! What agey? Come on! And Bucky's and I, like hundred
0: and forty or whatever he is. Yeah,
2: yeah. And I just think they have really good chemistry. I think this could be very funny, but it also has a chance of be like. Co- Action-packed, but really funny. It could be the follow-up to One Division. That all these series we're putting out, they all look really good. Yeah, they're all, they in all in different look like, ways.
0: Yeah, they all have their strengths, and it's it, it ties into like the MCU has different styles of films these days. Like they they tell different stories. Um, mm. So I like, I think that's a good thing to show. And also, these are going to be longer episodes, apparently, and um, they're going to be around the forty-minute
2: mark. Oh. So that would that would entail. There's probably going to be a lot more action in these.
0: Yeah, and like they want to tell the story, they want to give it more time to to breathe, kind of.
2: Yeah. Oh, see, I, I suppose with one division, it's very um, encased in like one woman's mind. So like it's it's all about her. I've, I mean it. That's who drives the plot Whereas this one As we've talked about You have Zemo You have the two Two of these guys And you have the government There's a lot of things That they have to, have to keep A lot of balls They have to keep in the air At once So they have to get across All those plot points
0: Yeah And look um, no, Not to get too into it I think they've done really well With One Division, And it gives me Confidence um, In other things That they're going to put out
2: Yeah Definitely um, so, Sean, I think that's it for this week's Movie Mondays.
0: Some big news, some really terrible news. That fucking Uno mm. story did not do me any favors. Uh, <laughs> the,
2: what was the name of the rapper? Uh, Lil Yachty. Lil Yachty. Yes.
0: Lil Yachty. Yes. <laughs> you're fra- you're familiar with his work, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, you're familiar. I'm I'm sure you are. I'm, I you know what? He's a million times more famous than either of us.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Just,
2: but we definitely. I don't know him anyway
0: No, but look, we'll see how Uno turns out, we'll see how Winter Soldier turns out, uh, Mm. and we'll see how that fucking Transformers thing turns out. Let's go! (laughs) Do Do you want to take us out? Yes, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We will be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, a Friday with Hero or Zero, and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Big thank you to everyone who supports us over on Patreon, patreon.com slash here's for hire podcast for that. Um, special thanks has to go out to Waffles Williams, Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Raymond Slightly Auri, Ging, Roisin Halley, Ryan Evanson, Sean Jamieson, Dominic, Josiah Green, Anna Mroos, Lil Dicky, Careful, He's Spontaneously Combustible McGrew, and Luke Hothoff mm-hmm. Podcast. Thank you all very much uh, for your continued support and for livening up the naming conventions as well.
2: Um, Keep naming them. Name whatever they want, because Sean has to read it. No matter what it is, he has to read
0: it. Whatever you write, but also, uh, it legally changes your passport, so...
2: (laughs) My name's Greg now. (laughs) Yay!
0: Uh, but also down in the description is Heroes for Hire merch uh, on our Spreadshir- Spreadshirt store. Um, our Twitter at Heroes for Hire Pod, or you can go to the Facebook page uh, Detective Divilman's Discussion Group, where we have chats about comics and movies um, and weird news and other such things. But I think that's about it, Connor.
2: I think it is. So I've been Connor Lawler.
0: I have been Sean Bean.
2: I'll see you next week, guys.
0: Bye. Bye.